Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. From slinging breakfast on Radio 1 to being the mayor who gets it done, it's time for our bi-weekly catch-up with Dunedin's mayor, Yes, Walking with Hawkins. We are indeed, and I'm joined by the mayor right now, Atamari, Aaron. Yoda, good morning. How are we? Oh, very good, thank you. Marvellous. Yeah. That is good to hear. Good to hear. Right, George Street, uh, it's set. The design has been chosen. Work will start next month, potentially. Um, but no real disruption to the CBD uh, till post-Christmas. Um, this is huge for the city, Aaron. I remember as a child um, when the last big redevelopment was had on there, when we got the, you know, the orangey bricks uh, and, and whatnot, you know, I was a child, but I remember it, and I remember it kind of being amazing, and I remember it feeling revitalised and new and fresh, and I'm sure there was big fights then too, um, but, um, so nothing's th- happened since. No, no, but I think it's going to be amazing, you know, uh, for the city look-wise, but looks are one thing, um, CBDs are dying, um, new ideas are needed, um, it needs to be a destination, uh, do you think that's what this design will be, a destination? Um, it's absolutely the the goal to treat our main shopping street as a destination and not a thoroughfare. Yeah, uh, and that is that has always been uh, that has always been the plan. This uh, this work has been going on for about ten years. Uh, when the city kicked off the central city plan, I was just a, an interested member of the public, huddled around bits of butcher's paper in the art gallery then, uh, and then of course the first part of that. Uh, of that work was the warehouse precinct work, and, and then we got on with uh, thinking about uh, how we were going to uh, re- revamp and reinvest in, in George Street in the in the retail quarter. Uh, we have to uh, replace uh, ancient water mains that run down the main street. Uh, it makes sense to seize that opportunity uh, to think about uh, what you build back, uh, and and we've taken uh, the opportunity to uh, to focus on building a space for people uh, and building uh, the most uh, inclusive and accessible uh, and safe uh, and and vibrant uh, city centre uh, that we can. Uh, I, I don't know if I would agree that, that CBDs are dying. I think certainly it is a, it's a challenging time for for the retail environment, particularly with um, you know the, the Amazon empire and others to try and contend with, which is exactly why uh, we need to um, create a space that is as inviting to as many people and as accessible to as many people as we can. And, and that is uh, what the, the George Street project uh, is is all about, uh, investing in uh, the public realm, uh, which will obviously spill over into private benefit for yeah. Uh, retailers and, and hospitality businesses that are in that area. Being part of a destination, and I'm glad you mentioned hospitality there, it's entertainment, food, drink, social meeting places. Um, with the expansion, uh, you know, with this, we'll, with the expansion of the foot areas of the street, will we see expansions of footprints for cafes and restaurants, more alfresco style? Will, you, will the council allow that? Because I know, you know, it's quite limited now. This will certainly give us far more opportunities to do that, and, and that is absolutely uh, part of, of how we see this working. And, and you know, there's a, a fair degree of enthusiasm um, from from hospitality businesses to be able to do that. Uh, it also it, it also means that if you end up in a 
situation like we are in currently, and this is a, a big debate that's happening in Auckland at the moment, uh, where people are required to keep their distance, um, then it gives you uh, more opportunities for people to be outside if they can't be uh, inside uh, in close quarters. But, but yeah, all of that um, that detailed work, now that we've agreed on the, the layout, if you like, mm. uh, work will kick off on what they call the, the detailed design work, which is what plants to plant and which pavers and where to put them, and all the all the decisions that you wouldn't dare leave up to politicians, uh, that will uh, that will now um, be worked through between now and uh, the the work the George Street uh, work, which kicks off early next year. The work before Christmas you refer to is what we call the enabling works, which is mostly uh, work on um, on the adjoining streets, uh, Hanover Street, uh, etc., uh, which we planned uh, and designed in a way that it wouldn't have mattered which option council chose at the meeting on Tuesday that that work would have happened all the same uh, so yeah that's that's planned uh, to be done uh, before Christmas because uh, we know uh, given the challenging uh, environment that um, disrupting Christmas trade would be a bad outcome so that work is planned to avoid that uh, and then the substantive work uh, will roll out uh, over a, a period of, of a couple of years and is scheduled to finish early 2024. Nice, nice. I'm just going to take a little break for a word from one of our sponsors, if you don't mind. Hello, Michael Hill. This month I have an engagement ring offer you won't believe. Purchase this beautiful diamond cluster worth $481, and this diamond wedding ring is yours free. But that's not all. I will also give you this matching diamond eternity ring free. The whole set's worth $871, but it's yours for the price of the diamond cluster only. Just $481 the lot. But hurry, stock is limited. Michael Hill, jeweler. Uh, thank you. Hello, Michael Hill. Oh, this go away, Michael. Uh, right. Uh, the only jeweler we haven't heard from so far. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, he's up in the Arrowtown. He's fine. Uh, right. Uh, one thing, I guess, is that it's always on everybody's mind, Aaron, is parking. Uh, and we are going to lose, uh, I think it's going to go from 90 to 74. We would have lost more in a two-way design uh, with the design that was had. But parking is always going to be important. Um, you can make space inviting for pedestrians, but you need them to get there. Uh, and you can encourage people as much as you like uh, to take alternative forms of transport um, but change will take time and probably you know it's a generational thing 20 years or so perhaps I don't know but um, so parking spaces are really important is there anything planned in that space new like multi-level car parks to lessen the footprint certainly no plans of ours to build a car parking building but there is a lot of work going on uh, around uh, how we manage the parking resource. Uh, the work that we've done shows that there is uh, ample parking in the city centre. I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair question to ask whether that resource is uh, used as well as it might be. So you know, who, who should we prioritise uh, with parking spaces in the city centre? Uh, a lot of it is, is currently, in, including in uh, council-owned buildings, is given over to leased parking, uh, which obviously is tied up 24/7, regardless of whether anybody is is using it, uh, and is that the best uh, way of using that, as opposed to making it available for uh, shoppers or people who are visiting and, and doing business in the city centre? So there's a bigger piece of uh, piece of work that we're doing uh, on on managing uh, on managing the parking resource, and, and that will come back to uh, to council in October. 
um, because we're finally thinking of that uh, holistically and collectively rather than um, you know, having these ad hoc battles over every single individual change to car parking that is ever considered. <laughs> uh, and, and, and do you have, because it's a, you know, it's a network, the transport network, uh, how people get in and get through and get around uh, the city centre is, uh, is, is tied up in that as well. And, and I think uh, we, we are finally thinking about that in an in- integrated fashion. Yeah. But we know that um, access into uh, and the availability of, uh, of, of parking is is important. I mean, there is uh, an irony in that those who seem to get worked up about that uh, were, to, were effectively arguing, as you suggest, for an option that removed more car parking spaces, but uh, it, that demonstrates just how uh, complex some of these debates can be. Yeah. I mean, if you had any interest from outside companies, you know, I mean, the council might necessarily not go back into the parking business. You're in a couple of car parks, of course. Uh, but, you know, people like Wilson's and, and and other companies, you know, have you got, had any interest from them in coming into the city again or building new spaces? I guess the question would be, where would they build them? Uh, I, I know, you know, it requires a reasonably significant footprint to put in a multi-level car parking building. Um, I, I know there are active conversations with the uh, New Dunedin Hospital team and the and the DHB about uh, how parking could be provided as part of the the new, the new Dunedin Hospital footprint, or at least uh, adjacent to that, um, which uh, which is certainly a. a a live and, and valid issue, but that's the only; those are the only uh, active um, discussions that, that I'm aware of. Yeah, certainly nothing that we are leading in terms of building things and providing things. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Well, you, you know, you're putting enough money into the into Jewel Street as it is. Uh, um, right now, I know you want the city to thrive. Uh, um, mm. You know, and I would hope that most sensible thinking Dunedinites would think the same. Um, you know, uh, but you, and, and I like the fact that the Council of Commerce has come on board and said, you know, they're, they're liking the ideas now and, and where you're going with this. But there's still a lot of small business owners out there that are worried. What do you, what do you have to say to them? Yeah, it's understandable that people are uh, are anxious. I mean, change uh, uh, is is scary, and and particularly uh, as I mentioned in the in the current environment, and certainly. Uh, the urban design question around how George Street functions isn't going to be a silver bullet for a successful uh, city centre either. We still need to focus on, as you say, managing the transport network and mm. encouraging more inner city living and organising events uh, to bring people to town to to um, to be able to um, to shop and do all of those sorts of things. And, and that is something that we want to want to work um, very. Uh, very closely with the local businesses and, and Business South and others on making sure that we get uh, the best outcome uh, out of the decision that uh, that we've taken uh, that we've taken this week. And, and you're right. I mean, everyone wants the same thing, uh, but the the, the the nature of politics is that people have different ideas about how we might want to get there. Uh, but now that we've we've taken uh, the decision that we have. I would like to think that um, people would get in behind and, and make it work as best we can for the greater good of the city and, and, and all those who live in it uh, for years to come. Yes, indeed, indeed. All right, and we'll leave it there. Hey, uh, thank you. Thanks, Amy. Pleasure. We'll talk again soon. Cheers, mate. All right, that was the Mayor Aaron Hawkins talking about 
Joy Street redevelopment. The plans are set. They are set. They are set in stone. They are happening. But if you build it, will they come? Um, I, for one, will. And I hope you all do the same. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.